0: Welcome to 2023. We're here. Believe it or not, ready or not, we are here. <laughs> now, most of you listening at some point have struggled with food and/or probably both your body image. And maybe you had a full-blown eating disorder at one point, or maybe it's been more of like that subtle struggle with food that goes on in your mind that we've never directly addressed. Wherever you fall on this spectrum, I know that all of us here can agree that our relationship with food and our body, it is, like, there's no better word. It's complicated. When New Year's hits, it's this time where there's pressure and opportunity to put energy into goal setting. And I think when we have this complicated history, it can feel really weird. Like, should I set a goal? Are goals diet culture-based? What if it doesn't work? What if I can never actually make the change stick? Or, yeah, I might start it for a minute, but will it eventually will I eventually fall off the wagon like when will I fail and I know that coming from that complicated background brings up just a mix of feelings as we go into this new year it makes new year's tricky so first of all I want to say welcome to the club (laughs) you're not alone Uh, I have struggled with this for many many years and all the girls I work with we're all on the same page here where it's like you know I want to set the goals I want to better myself and at the same time I don't want to set myself up for failure So welcome, welcome, welcome. (laughs) Second of all, I just wanna say I'm really excited you're here because I do know that while this is a complicated time and it can feel confusing, we can push beyond this discomfort and we can look at taking care of our body in a new and different way. We can use the shift of time and looking into the new year as a opportunity to make a change that sticks, friends. Like failure doesn't have to be a part of our normal rhythm because there's a different way. Empowered eating is a journey. There is no timeline, deadline, there's no winning. Girl, this is all for you, authored by you, audited by you, and you have nothing to prove to anyone beyond you. So that's the best part about being here today is there is no pressure and all the space for growth. Friends, if you're new here, I am so glad you're here because this is a great episode to start with. I cannot wait to introduce you to empowered eating and the freedom, the energy, and the strength that it can provide. If you are returning, hi, I'm so glad you're back. Thanks for being here again. And I'm excited to kick off season two of Fuel Her Awesome, where we are going to dive in deeper into empowered eating. So I decided to kick off season two at this time for a couple reasons. One, it's the first of the year, so it just felt natural. (laughs) And then two, I'm shifting focuses here a little bit. Now, if you all listened to my episode back in 2021, when I launched the podcast, my very first one, it's my most downloaded episode It's called How I Went from an Eating Disorder and Dieting to Food Freedom. And I talked about my journey. Now, I recovered from an eating disorder about 17 years ago, but I have to tell you that isn't the end of my story. After that, I spent about eight or nine years living in intuitive eating. I didn't own a scale. I didn't compete in any fitness events because I moved intuitively. It was this really beautiful time that I took a time out and learned to just live in my body, be present and be mindful and this was wonderful and it's a place that I think many of us need to be for a long time I mean I spent almost a decade there but then I went through this transition after I had my first kid and it was really I think the continuation of the story where I'm finding a lot of y'all are at where we've moved past the disordered eating um, maybe we have some of the hang-ups like there's still some of the body and stuff and we don't know which of it is rooted in lies like that we're embedded in our negative narrative early on or which part of it is like just we want to feel better in our body. Like maybe we haven't taken the best care of our body in the last few years because our energy was focused on other things. So there is this line, and I think, you know, I want to invite you to look at it and decide what to do with that. I realized personally I wanted to see what my body was capable of physically. I wanted to see mentally how I could push my body in a healthy way from a healthy standpoint. But I wasn't sure how to do that without going back to some of this like old, disordered, and diet culture-based thoughts that really pull out and emphasize that all or nothing or perfect- perfectionistic, <laughs> perfect- bleh, I need more coffee, perfectionistic thinking, <laughs> I wanted to see what I could do. So I started this journey, and that journey really led me to Empowered Eating. It's pieced together through my personal experience and evidence-based strategies, combining both my professional and my personal background. So today, as I kick off season two of Fuel Her Awesome and 2023, I want to invite you into this journey a little deeper as we talk about the key component to becoming an empowered eater. Welcome to 10 Days of Empowered Eating. As we kick off 2023, we are building our skills strong to stand on this empowered eating platform. I know, fear of failure is so real, friend, and trusting the process, it just does not come easy. Combine that with all the sparkly new diets that make their way to our socials and the headlines, it's confusing and totally overwhelming. I am so glad you're here. I'm Jess, dietitian, wifey, boy mom, and total science and nutrition research junkie. I ask a lot of my body. I don't have the option to mistreat it, either mentally by beating it up, telling it it should look a certain way, or physically by not fueling it right. I want to invite you into the Empowered Eating Club, where we make values-based and faith-led health goals and create a partnership with food that pairs biofeedback, which is really just a fancy word for how your body responds to the food you (laughs) eat, and nutrition science. We pull all of these together, and I know that these three things are the formula for you and your breakthrough year. I am so excited to cheer you on as you make 2023 the year you make the impossible happen. For more support, check out my resources at JessBrownRD.com, or better yet, join me in Next Level of Nutrition. We are kicking off our next group, Coaching Mastermind, the third week of January. Details can be found at JessBrownRD.com forward slash Next Level of Nutrition. As for today, I'm so glad you're here, and I pray this tip helps you say no to the lies that are thrown your way, and yes to the awesome that you are. Grab your coffee, pop in your AirPods, and let's grow together with today's Empowered Eating Tip. All right, you ladies ready for this? 2023 is going to be your breakthrough year. It is the year. It happens this year. And if you're already feeling doubt, I'm here to be (laughs) be your biggest cheerleader in your ear, telling you that this can be the year you break old patterns and the year you break through and find yourself in spaces you never thought you would be, specifically when it comes to food, and your body. And I'm so excited to walk alongside you in that journey. So there's a few different ways that I can support you. Um, Number one is here on the podcast. And I'm so excited to be, this is actually day one of 10 days to empowered eating. This first 10 work days of the year, I'm going to be dropping a mini episode for y'all in the morning. So today's is going to be a bit longer because we're talking about the whole picture and that key piece of empowered eating. But starting tomorrow all the way until next Friday, y'all are going to get little mini episodes dropped to you that are just meant to be this little voice of encouragement and giving you baby steps to kickstart your Empowered Eating journey. I know there's a lot of competition this time of year. You know, There's this flashy diet, this sparkly diet, this, this, this ah, driving that. There's a lot. And, you know, some of it's really good and some of it's really powerful. So I don't want to put a bad label on any of that. But I do think before we start down some of those journeys, we have to be on solid ground ourselves. We can't be making those health changes and dietary changes out of insecurity or fear. Like it needs to be from an empowered place. So I want to kickstart that for you guys this week and next by dropping you many episodes every day, Monday through Friday from now until next Friday. You guys in? You can listen to them as we go. You can catch up on the weekends. It's the best part about podcasting. Whenever you have time. So that is one way we're kicking off this year. I've got a few other options for y'all. So Next Level Nutrition, which is my live 10-week group coaching program, is going to kick off the third week in January. Now, this group is super, super fun. It is 10 weeks of live coaching, me, you, and a gang of girls that are all on the same mission. It is so powerful to have a combination of that accountability and being in an environment that supports the mentality you are chasing. We will have different topics every week. We have live coaching. We have the opportunity to bring your wins, your struggles, and we can work through them together. And I love this because it really allows... I mean, I'm biased because I get to see you guys face-to-face and and work with you guys at a more intimate level. It's so, so cool. And we're going to kick that off the third week in January. If y'all are interested in that, snag your spot by going over to JessBrownRD.com forward slash next level nutrition. You can get all the information. You can apply to be a part of the program there. So pumped for that. And you know, if you're not a group girl, I get it. Sometimes it's harder, although I will say this, (laughs) research shows that you get more out of a group than you do one-on-one coaching. Isn't that crazy? And it makes sense, right? Because one-on-one it's easier to get kind of stuck in our own world and our own thoughts, but we're in a group, we hear other people's struggles and we hear problem solving from someone else's angle. And it's really powerful in our growth. So anyways, Um, But I get it, not everyone's a group girl. So if you're not a group girl, I can always support you on -on one-on-one coaching. You can find details about working with me one-on-one over at jessbrownrd.com. All right, you guys ready? We are talking about the key ingredient to empowered eating. So as I mentioned, I think we can all agree there's like this, almost this dichotomous thinking that comes up this time of year where part of us want to set the big goals. We want to finally accomplish the big ticket items that we've always wanted to chase. And then we also have this little voice like sitting in the back of our head saying, Yeah, but you'll be good till February. Or, yeah, but you know, everybody says they're gonna do that, and then they just fall off after about three weeks. So that that little voice of failure can pop up and prevent us from taking those first steps. I call this the repackaging of our all-or-nothing thinking. That same all-or-nothing or perfectionistic mentality that once kept us trapped. In a disordered eating cycle or a negative relationship with our body now continues to keep us stuck as we are trying to allow ourselves to grow it's telling us we can't take steps forward because we're not going to do it right we're not going to um, get it right there's a chance we'll fail how could we possibly trust the process I mean blah 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 the list is long. <laughs> y'all know it y'all feel that So today I want to talk about how to transition away from this and that key piece for making your empowered eating journey, journey, notice I said journey, stick. My transition to empowered eating I had mentioned was both personal and professional. So from a personal level, I found myself after my first kiddo was born, I was so low energy. I had poor gut health. I wasn't sleeping well. I mean, I had a newborn, so (laughs) it wasn't all on me. Uh, I had hair loss. I was really starting to feel the effects of aging. There's like a switch that happens between 30 and 35. And I've heard it just continues as I as I get closer to my 40s. But I knew that personally, I could do more to take care of my body, my immune system, and some of this, you know, this ugh I was feeling from the lack of sleep and having a newborn. Then there was a professional component and At this time, I actually started working with UFC fighters here in Albuquerque, New Mexico. It's a really big sport for us, and I was really, it took me back. So I had been in this world of, like, eating disorder prevention and intuitive eating for a very long time, and I found a lot of value in that. And at the same time, I started working with these UFC fighters who had big goals and big dreams, and there's no way they could try to hit that that scale or whatever weight they needed for their fight by intuitively eating. Like, it needed to be strategic, scientific, and hopefully safe. But it was this new angle on nutrition that I had been reintroduced to where someone was using nutrition and food and exercise to reach a goal beyond what they thought their body was naturally capable of. And it really sparked my interest because it kind of went against some of my... um, like post-eating disorder recovery mentality. It felt very confusing to me. So over time, over lots of discussion with mentors and colleagues and research, this is where the empowered eating model was born. For 10 years, I had helped women heal from body image distortions and disordered eating, and I realized this wasn't the end of the road. There was a next step, and that is an empowered relationship with food and your body, a partnership, a true partnership that allows you to live out what you value most in this world. And so for the UFC fighters, you know, it was their job. They were super passionate about their career and partnering with food and exercise in their specific way allowed them to live out that value at a higher capacity. I think of this journey very much like an injury. So I tore my ACL in college. It was such a bummer. I had to stop playing soccer. (laughs) Huge left turn in my life. But when I had that ACL surgery, there were different phases in my recovery. So initially, I had a healing process. And this is where, you know, pushing my knee was specifically targeted towards strengthening the injury. I went to PUT, I abstained from certain activities, specifically running and soccer, which are my two faves. (laughs) I had to rest more. I needed more things like protein and vitamin C and zinc. And I had to stay there until my knee was ready for that next step. And after a time, I began to gain some strength back. Recovery started to look a little different. I started to um, put more weight on my knee. I started to walk, and then I started to run. There were some things I never did again. I still, to this day, do not play soccer. I found it just does not agree with my new knee, and that's fine, but I did find new exercises that allowed me to feel strong, like weightlifting and hiking. And so while that tear in my ACL, it initially set me back, now I look back and I can see that it molded who I am and how I move my body today. And I think our relationship and our past history with food is no different. There are different seasons we have to go through, different parts of recovery where we have to move and heal our relationship with our food and our body. But at some point, it's going to be okay to try new things. Sure, there might be some things we set on the shelf and never go back to, like soccer. I'm not going back to that one because it's just not good for my knee. So for you and your food journey, it might be calorie counting. Like maybe that's something you never need to pick up again. Maybe it's getting on the scale. Maybe it's um, measuring your food. I mean, there's so many of those behaviors that are things that are just too dangerous that we cannot go back to. And at the same time, there's new things we can try. Maybe there's new movement. Maybe there's new areas of nutrition that we could focus on. So for me and my journey when I found myself at this transition point, you know, I was so tired with that new baby, but knew I wanted more energy, my new focus point became adding in adequate amounts of fruits and veggies, which I hadn't been doing up until that point. I reintroduced this and found incredible benefits from the high antioxidant intake, the anti-inflammation effect that that had, how it increased my energy despite having such little sleep. So there was a season that that was a focus. And then as I moved into weightlifting, focusing on my protein intake and making sure I'm eating enough there. So there were these new ways I was able to look at food, but I had to give myself space to re-look at it after having such a complicated past with it. My journey definitely was not perfect. There were lots of mistakes and trials and errors and lessons learned along the way, but all of that gave birth to this model, which is empowered eating, where we create values-based health goals that are balanced with both our own body's biofeedback and what we know to be true about science-based nutrition strategies. All of those paired together creates this very safe platform for us to explore a new relationship with food in our body. So how do we get here? What is that key ingredient to empowered eating? Friends, it is the same thing that allowed me to move from an eating disorder to recovery It's what has allowed me to move from post-recovery to empowered eating, and that is faith. The key ingredient to empowered eating is pulling in your faith. Now, I want to give a little faith disclaimer here. I personally have a deep, deep love for Jesus and feel so compelled by his story. Now, with that being said, I have a history of some church issues. You know, there are unfortunately some humans that taint that beautiful story of love and We all come from different backgrounds. We all come from different stories. Our faith is so unique to you and your walk is your walk. So when I bring this in, I want to invite you to have an open mind about it and know that I'm not here to tell you what your faith looks like. I'm here to ask, to prompt you with questions on how faith will transform your relationship with your food and body. Here's what faith will do in your empowered eating journey. It will make this a fact. Your body is good no matter what it looks like. And no matter if anyone, anywhere has said otherwise, your body was beautifully, intricately, and divinely made. Faith allows us to have peace with the process, no matter the current or present feelings within the situation. It lets us know that the best is yet to come. Faith is leaning into the bigger picture, that no matter what season of life you are in and what body type you are in at this moment, we are looking at the bigger picture that our health Plays in the overall scheme of our life. Faith is choosing to care for your body, whether that is resting longer, whether it's getting up and going to the gym. It is choosing to care for that body even when your anxiety is telling you the opposite. Faith is trying the new thing because you know that even though it's scary, it'll work out. And, And that's the beauty of this is that when we pull our faith in, we can lean into something beyond ourselves where we can trust that God who created and crafted and intricately designed our body knows more about us and our body than we do ourselves. And that's a beautiful place to be. At some point in your food journey, you will have to take this leap of faith. You will have to choose to believe that you are not what the negative narrative says you are. And at some point, you will have to trust that your body can be capable of all that you want it to be, even when you don't eat, and I do like air quotes, perfectly. (laughs) You have to lean into that faith. For me, this piece was so, so crucial. And my faith, it truly does run deep in the story of Jesus and how he so freely loved people. Like he was a river, not a reservoir. And he became the cornerstone of my journey when I healed from an eating disorder. So now that I have this ultimate North Star, my values are what guide me, but my identity is that of a child of God that was divinely created for a specific purpose, to serve him and love others. And that's it, nothing else. Like I can do that in any size jeans. (laughs) I can do that whether I am sick or whether I am healthy. I can do that whether I'm gnarly ripped or feeling softer. I can do that in any season of my life. And this faith layer, this faith foundation is truly the key ingredient to becoming an empowered eater. Friends, this is what has allowed me to safely push my body to new limits. I mean, I'm not saying this to brag, I'm really saying this to like my younger self because I never thought I would be able to do this. I can rope climb and do pull-ups and push-ups, like that's crazy. I could never do that in middle school. (laughs) If I could go back and whisper to my 10-year-old or 16-year-old self, like, keep going, you're gonna be able to do it. I would, I totally would. (laughs) It also allows me to live out seasons like the holidays where my pants are too tight or I don't feel as strong, I feel very soft. But I I know those are seasons because ultimately the bigger picture is that our body is beautifully made and it's a vessel. It is our life force and not something that needs to be constantly controlled or manipulated. Faith truly is the key to making 2023 the year you change your relationship with food and your body. So I have some questions for you guys. All right, you ready? This is going to be where you need a pen and paper. (laughs) So get out that pen and paper and I want you to write these questions down and take some time over the next day week to reflect on these and use them to guide some of the goals you set this year. So number one is what are the values I want to prioritize this year? What do I want to pour my energy into this 2023 season of life? Number two, are these values in alignment with my faith and how does prioritizing these reflect that spirit of love that I am wanting to bring into the world? And then number three, what intentional choices can I make to be more in alignment with my values. And what does that look like in terms of how I move my body, how I fuel my body, how I put my body to sleep? (laughs) I mean, all of these things play a big role. And friends, they're very, very closely linked to how we live out our values. Or as I like to say on this show, you're awesome. (laughs) All right, so take those questions, and those are going to be what we stand on as we start our Empowered Eating journey. Remember, I want to invite you to join me in 10 days to kickstart your Empowered Eating journey. starts today with these questions, and we're going to be kicking off tomorrow with a mini podcast dropping to you every single morning where we have little tips on how you can start to build one brick at a time your Empowered Eating skills. I'm so, so excited you guys are here, friends. This is going to be an epic year. I can feel it. I know it. It's a breakthrough year in so many ways, and I cannot wait to be alongside you as you start this journey. Have a beautiful day, sweet friends. Cheers and happy eating. Thank you so much for joining me today. I hope it strengthened your food journey and empowered you to live boldly in your body. Real quick, sister, before you go, if you liked today's episode, the best way you can thank me is head on over to iTunes, Fuel Her Awesome podcast, leave a review, and subscribe. Then take a screenshot and share it on your social media. Don't forget to tag me at JessBrownRD. And if you're looking for more resources, be sure to check out my website, JessBrownRD.com. I've got info on my e-course, Fuel Her Awesome, Food Foundations, my 10-step ebook on how to beat body bullying, and so much more. I cannot wait to chat with you babes again. Until next time, cheers and happy eating.